Welcome to the Think Inspired Podcast. If you're looking to make your dreams a reality, then this podcast is for you. If you're looking to get out of that lockdown rut, then this podcast is for you. If you're looking to get more energy from feeling lazy all the time, then this podcast is for you. If you just simply want to level up in your life, then this is for you. My name is Patrick Hong, and I'm the host of Think Inspire, a podcast that helps people who want to create momentum in their fitness journey and keep the body of their dreams. Welcome to Think Inspire. What's up? It's happening. <clears throat> I'm, I'm fucking happy. Let me just start off with that. Let me tell you, I am extremely happy right now. Mm. Mm. Pumped. I'm getting used to the time change, so I'm coming on a bit late. I'm, te- I'm going to test out a few times. Like right now, like to me, it's 7.37 a.m. of where I am at. You guys are like most of my Melbourne people. You guys are at 8.37 um, so I'm testing at times. I might do it earlier. I might do it later. I'm going to test that different times. What up, Tammy? What up, Jeff? What up, Mr. Johnny Star? What's happening? Um, I'm fucking pumped. Today, we're talking about trusting the process to feel freaking amazing. All right. But I'll, the biggest thing I want to talk about is how important it is to have muscle. But before I get into that, you know, I used to train six to seven times a week. I used to train like six days weights and I used to do like cardio three times a week. I used to do boxing, right? And my sessions would be like at 70 to 80% intensity. So I'd be training every day, but my intensity wasn't the greatest. God's going on. What up, baby? Good morning, man. Good morning. What's happening? Looking good. So my training was like not that, not that it didn't hit hard. And I started realizing the reason why I didn't take days off training because I was addicted to training. Um, most people are like are trying to get to the gym. I was like trying to trying to stay away from the gym, but I couldn't. Um, I back in the day, I would think more is better, and I would think go to the gym every freaking day, workout, workout, workout. You know that's how you. But my body wasn't changing. You know it was the most frustrating thing. Like I can't explain how difficult it was it was to be training every day, like every freaking day but not seeing results. It's so disheartening. And I started, what I what happened is I started prioritizing recovery. You know, when a coach tells you, hey, like when's the last time you had a day off? I'm like, um, does like boxing count as a day off? They're like, no, boxing does not count as a day When does the last time you didn't do anything that yielded you sweating, training, anything like that? I'm like, it's been a while. Like I don't take days off. They, they said to me, like the coach said to me, look, if you prioritize recovery, you're going to make probably 70% more gains in the gym. Because my intensity was at 70, 80%. As soon as I started doing this, and especially with the coach I have now, I train five times a week, right? The two days I take off, I can't, like yesterday I took today off. Yesterday I took training off. Today, I'm going to hit legs in about an hour, an hour and a half. I'm so fired up for my session tomorrow. I'm so fired up. That's what happens when you are like in a sympathetic state. If your body's in a sympathetic state, what that means is, you know, you just like if, you, if you've been training for a while and, you know, like you're always on the go and cortisol is pretty high because you're stressed because like that's what happens when you train, your body gets into a stress mode. When you take that scheduled day off, I'm not talking about the days off where you're lazy and you're like, I can't be bothered going to the gym. 
No, I'm talking about I want to go to the gym, but I'm going to take today off because it's smarter. What happens is if you do it the right way and you're eating good and you're drinking heaps of water, you should be super pumped for the next session. Okay. Um, I instantly feel stronger. I'm more hungry. And I've put on a probably solid good four kilograms of muscle in the last two months. I would say in the last two, three months, like since I've started like really taking days off, I put on more muscle than I've had in the last few years, easily in the last few months, easily. And I'm fucking happy about that. And that leads to pretty much what I want to talk about today is it takes time to build muscle. Like I tell, and the biggest thing when it comes to fat loss, losing weight, getting stronger, getting bigger, everything revolves around how much muscle you have. Okay. So if you don't do any weight training, I would really, really think about investing into some in equipment, especially like if gyms are not going to stay open, um, like would you trust external factors on you putting on gains right now? Like it's October, summer's coming up, time to look good. Yeah. Like time is ticking, start now. So the average man could probably take, gain about one kilograms of muscle per month. The average man can gain about a kilogram, if that, of muscle per month. The average woman could probably take up to maybe 500 grams of muscle per month, okay? So about a kilo for a guy, about 500 grams for a female. Now, in your first year, probably we could increase that to maybe 50% more. So maybe 1.5 kilograms of muscle per month for a male and maybe 700, 600, 750 grams of muscle per month for a female in your first year. Let's talk about your first year of training. Like type in the chat box. Do you remember those glory years where everything you do in the gym was a PB? Like every week was a PB. Every week's better. And some of my students who've just joined, you're hitting PBs every week. You're fitter, you're faster, you're leaner, you're stronger. Like enjoy these newbie gains. Like enjoy it because that's the first year of training. <clears throat> Everyone's first year of proper training and consistent nutrition, you will, and nutrition meaning adhering to your nutrition plan, not just like having one. <laughs> <laughs> adhering to one. Yeah, the good old days, yeah? Um, your first year is where you flourish. Like, everything's exciting. It's like, yeah, I could party on the weekend or I could go hang out with the boys, play some FIFA or hang out um, with the girls and just talk. But I want to hit the gym because, like, right now, my butt's getting bigger or I'm getting leaner or my, my arms are getting bigger. I'm feeling good. I feel pumped. That, that's your first year. <laughs> You know, and I, I'm I, I'm a straight shooter. So after your first year that goes by, that everything changes. Like it's you don't have the same results. So your mind starts fishing. It's like I call it the shiny object syndrome. Yeah, Mr. Johnny Do. So Johnny Do was one of my first students uh, back in the day, and far out. Like what a journey that was. That first year was exciting. Every year we we just programmed this guy to get stronger, and like we hit some fucking serious numbers. We'll go up to like a 225 kilogram deadlift in like in about two years, which is pumping, which is freaking awesome. So your second year of training, everything changes. And I, I call it the shiny object syndrome. The shiny object syndrome is like, where's my neck next quick fix? It's like the first year was so good. I need to find something else to like keep this up. <laughs> it's like the fear of loss. We call it FOMO, okay? And you're, you're searching for a diet plan. You're, first, you're searching for a new gym. You're searching for this. You're searching for that. And just because you change the protocol, you trick your mind. 
So you trick your mind because let's say you're you're used to training a periodized way. Let's say you're doing a push-pull leg split and then you go to a different gym and they want you to do like really like hard style cardio training, yeah? Like really hard style cardio training. And then you love it because you're getting fitter, but you're losing muscle in the process. So the shiny object syndrome is always trying to find fast progression. That's why people's body weight fluctuates. I mean, over the last few years, can you think about how many times your body fluctuates? Yeah, it does. It goes up, it goes down, it goes in, it goes out. Now, the people that stay like the leanest for a long period of time, the reason why it's so easy for them, it, it is easy. You ask them like, hey, what do you do? Like people that are under, under 10% body fat, um, you'll ask them like, what, what are you doing? How do you stay that lean? They'll tell you exactly what you need to know. Yeah, I eat the same um, meals. I, I, I track my food. Um, I train about four times a week. I do my steps. I drink lots of water. Um, I make sure I recover. Like, uh, is that it? Like, now tell me the secret. Tell me the secret. I'm like, man, that's a fucking secret, man. <laughs> it's the boring shit, okay? Um, and that's the hard truth. And and you can go bounce from different training session or tr different training style all you want. But at the end of the day, it's going to slap you right in the face. The same thing over a long period of time. Bruce Lee says it best. You practice one kick a million times. He fears the man that practiced that one kick a million times. Why would you fear the person that tries everything and masters nothing? You're a jack of all trades and a master of none. Hey guys, just a reminder that we offer coaching services. We help 20 to 30 year olds get the body of their dreams without consuming so much of their time. If you want to see more, check out some of our results on Instagram, thedreamteam.fitness. <clears throat> okay, so... I hardly ever talk about supplements with my students because we just started the academy maybe four months ago. So I'm taking a lot of new people. Um, some people like Jose, he's been training with me since the start of the year. Um, probably one of my fittest students. And at the start of the year, he was very fit, but he wasn't that strong. So when I started teaching him technique, when I started showing him how to like, like how to lift, <laughs> he's like, Pat, I know how to lift. I'm like, but do you know how to lift? Like, do you know how to like, control the weight do you know how to periodize your training program so you get stronger every week do you know how to like breathe under tension do you know how to control your diaphragm when the weight's like bearing on your back do you know how to stay calm during like a pb lift do you know how to stay um in the fat burning zone do you know how to like be more efficient with your workout do you know how to do less in the gym but get better results like so we went over that. And um, when Jose started with me, who is now our leading coach in our Dream Team Academy, which he does these crazy hit sessions, um, like Angie, you know, you know what that's about. <laughs> well, the thing is, he, he, he's gotten like so, so much knowledge from what I, what I showed him, but like he's got that in the back of his head now. He's learned, he's learned the new skill. So he's a student I would talk to about supplements. I would say, hey man, have some magnesium for recovery or make sure you get your two, three, four fish oils a day. Um, let's have a look at some blood work or we would say, let's make sure you prioritize recovery, take a day off, like all these little things. And I never like really talk about supplements to new people because the first, like your first year is foundation. Like what are your habits? Like what do you, how much you, how much sleep are you getting? How much movement are you getting throughout the day? Are you eating too much? Like what's in your fridge right now? What did you have last night? 
you know, all that stuff, okay? <clears throat> so when you finish your first year, this is what I want you guys to think about, okay? Um, you have to trust the process of sticking to something long enough to see a result. I'm a firm believer in that because I suffered immensely from shiny object syndrome. I would bounce from program to program and I would never like see it through. And that's why my results always went up and down. <clears throat> if you want to feel freaking amazing, stick to something long enough to, for you to get there. So my girl, Ange, like she's seeing abs for the first time. You know what I mean? It's like, it's freaking cool. Now, advanced protocols. After you do your first year, these are some of the things you probably want to start talking about or thinking about. Number one, time under tension. So time under tension is a training technique where let's say you're lifting weights, right? You want to be able to control the weight all the way through the lift. So if you're getting stronger every week, but you change your technique and you change your form, well, what happens is there's a whole different mechanic. Like the, mecha the, me the movements in that lift completely change based on the different philosophy of I need to like move this weight from A to B, which is a old power lifting type of protocol. Like if you really want to put a muscle, then we can't, we want to aim to increase weight because that's how you build new stimulus, but you want to do it time under tension. So like how much time are you spending under the weight? So you feel the muscles burning. Okay. Mind and muscle connection is actually a thing. Like there's too many studies that show that if you just think about the muscle you're working as you're lifting, you're, you're going to put on more muscle. Cause let's face it. You could probably do squats and watch TV. But then you could do squats and not watch TV and have more weight on your back and focus. What's going to get you a better result? All right, there's things like RPE, another advanced training protocol. RPE stands for rate per exertion, uh, rate perceived exertion. So basically after a lift, how intense was it? Was it 10 out of 10? Was it 9 out of 10? Was it 8 out of 10? So every time you're lifting or doing weights, you have to rank, rank it, rank the intensity of that set. Now, if you find your RPE at like five throughout the whole session, well, you're probably doing too much sets. You probably have too much volume. That's a really great way to look at it. But my RPE hovers between eight to 10. Um, that's because I don't do too many sets in the gym. I used to do so many working sets. Now I'm like at 10 sets, of, 10 sets a day. I used to do like 25 sets a day. And the first year of gains, you guys feel me? The first year of gains, you just want to keep lifting. But then as you get older and more experienced, you're like, okay, I need to be more focused and more intense with less, less amount of volume. Um, there's another protocol that you could have, which is called reverse dieting. So if you're at a caloric deficit for a while, meaning you're eating less food than your body needs to maintain to burn fat, um, then you have to learn how to reverse diet your way up. Because if you drop your calories, your metabolism slows down. If you increase your calories, your metabolism comes up. But with reverse dieting, you have to bring up the carbs and the calories up slowly, slowly, okay? So I kind of do that with phase two of my students, like Taryn, she's doing a reverse diet with me. <clears throat> All right, we'll talk about periodization. So that's level four um, stage, like another advanced protocol. So periodization is for people that like really love getting strong. So my girl, Laura, um, she she's like, most people want to look like her, right? A lot of my students want to look like her. Now, we're at a point now where her technique is getting really good, but we're going to start periodizing her program. So every eight weeks, we'll look at her training, see what's improved, um, and see what needs to be changed. But every week, it should be trending up. And if it's not trending up, we're, we're going to find out what's going on there. 
So it's periodized. Every maybe four, six, or eight week block, we look at the numbers, find out that what needs to be changed, and then we make the adjustments. That's called periodization. You can't periodize a hit workout. You can't periodize a um, a body weight workout. You can only periodize a weight training program. Lucky for her, she's got a gym at home. Okay, so yeah, one more thing. Um, I've got another student, Ravimbo. He probably the strongest guy in our academy. We got up to like at an RPE of like maybe seven or eight. We got up to a two twenty kilogram deadlift. So if the gyms weren't locked down, we'd probably get to two forty. I could firmly say we'd probably get to 240. Um, super strong guy. He would be squatting like 160 for reps. His bench was lacking, but his squats and deadlifts were crazy. And that's because he, he was like periodized. And I'd watch his form, like watch everything. So when you have someone watching your technique in your form, it could be literally, I tell some of my guys, do a video of your exercise, send it through to me, and then I'll give you a review. Yeah. Uh, also, another thing that you want to look out for after your first year of training, once you get to that point of like, man, I want to take it to the next level, is the details. Details is everything. Details is everything. So what are details? Details is like not even habits. You're past the habits. You're past the motivation. You're past the mindset. You, you've got it. Just tell me all the little things I need to do. Okay, are you actually drinking 3.5 liters of water? Like how much water are you actually drinking? Like I'll drink two of these. Um, which will give me three liters. And then my, my protein shake is another 800. So I'm at 3.8, exactly on the dot. Um, are you making sure you have creatine five times a day, uh, five times a week? Sorry, five times a day, you probably die. Um, five times a day. Um, are you making sure you log in all your, your lifts in a logbook or on an app? Devil's in the details. Like, are you adhering to time off? You actually scheduling it in your calendar. What does your weekly plan look like? Uh, details would be like, what is the intentions you have with the upcoming session? Are you in the gym for one hour and a half? Are you in the gym for twenty minutes? Are you rushing your gym session? Are you not warming up properly? Are you is your nervous system ready for the lift that you're about to attack? Like devils in the detail. Okay, and that shit matters once you get to the stage. Right now, for like if you're a beginner. The details don't matter. Big picture matters. Like the big picture of you getting enough sleep, making sure you actually rock up and getting your sessions done. Because at the end of the day, the number one, the number one thing that's going to move the needle from you getting to where you are to like getting your dream body is having enough muscle. The more muscle you have, the faster it is to get the body of your dreams. Okay, let's just put a, a call a spade a spade. With that, and as we get older, we lose the ability to pres to keep muscle because we get older. Um, natural testosterone drops, so you don't produce as much like force. So what happens is we gotta do our best to retain as much muscle as possible. So another detail thing is: Are you hitting your protein intake? You got 170 grams. Why you're at 130 every day thinking I'm eating healthy? It doesn't matter if I hit 180 or not. My bullshit does fucking matter. That's 40 grams less than what you need every day times seven. That's a lot of, that's like two days worth of protein that you missed. Okay. And last but not least, and if you're feeling overwhelmed by this, I hope you do because sometimes that, that kind of like makes you feel challenged. It makes you feel like, fuck man, I'm pretty far. Like, that's good. You're a baby. Like I, I know one thing, if you're a student, you'll always be keen to learn and want to grow more. But as soon as you think you know everything, that's when you stop growing. 
and it, all, and it comes back to mindset as well, okay? So trust the process of knowing that if you've gotten success, you need to continue it until you get to a point where, okay, you've done everything that you could. Now we probably need to look at details. That's it, guys. I hope you enjoyed that. Today was about trusting the process and how important it is to retain and grow muscle. Hope you enjoyed that. I'm going to go smash out this leg session like I've never smashed out a leg session before. I'm out. Peace. Busy people, listen up. This is the number one podcast for getting momentum in your fitness journey and keeping the body of your dreams. If you're getting value from this podcast and you want to learn how to create the health and physique of your dreams so you can feel confident in your everyday life, what I want you to do is go to my Instagram, Patrick Hong Fit, and DM me with the words energy. Our mission is to make busy people get the body of their dreams without spending countless hours in the gym or the kitchen. We want to give you the tools and strategies that some of our best clients are using in 2021. So go to my Instagram at Patrick Hong Fit and DM me the word energy.